Hey, what is good, people? I hope you are doing well. I'm doing good. Thank you for joining. This is episode 20, and I brought my friend with me, Kome Wirebua. Really polite guy, a creative professional working in the animation and visual effects industry. Kome came through guns blazing. So many gems on this one. I was quite anxious to share it. We talk about daily routines, habits. We talk about overcoming the imposter syndrome. Kome and I go through the creative industry in Kenya and the gap between education and the market. So many insights that Kome shares. Let's just get into it. My name is Roger Gray. This is the Gray Zebra Podcast. Let's go. Um, today I have my friend Kome. Kome Mwire. Am I saying it right? Or is it Mwirebua? There's like a longer version. Huh? Mwirebua. Yes, Mwirebua. it's Mwirebua, but uh, Mwire is a short form. Yes. All right. Yo, man. Uh, it's a pleasure to have you. Um, Kome has been my homie for some time. Like we used to be in high school together. Uh, fun fact he would actually uh, copy my answers on a regular basis. Um, but that didn't really get him too far. Uh, <laughs> he ended up furthering his studies in Malaysia and um, eventually coming back to Kenya and he's co-founded a company called Keyframe. And uh, he's actually the active creative director. They recently won an award at the Kalasha 2019 Awards for their work in visual effects. He's uh, seven foot nine, a straight bad man. Yo, Kome, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you, Banan Roger. Um, yeah, it's good to be here. Thank you for having me. <laughs> that intro. <laughs> uh, That's a major fantastic. intro, right? Thank you. It's a major thank intro. you, thank you. <laughs> Dude, you deserve it, man. Yo, much respect. And, and, and if I ever have a speech next time, I'll just call Roger to introduce me, it's, then I go. Call me, man. <laughs> I got you, I got you. <laughs> Oh man, yeah. <laughs> okay, just for real, just quickly, man. I said seven foot nine, but I'm pretty close, right? No, no, I, I'm. Uh, I would say I'm about six five. So. <laughs> 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 Quite impressive, man. Quite impressive. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. How you doing again? How you doing? I'm good. I'm well. Yeah, you know, uh, getting used to this. Uh, the the word of the Corona season is new normal. So. <laughs> yes <laughs> that's right man like have you been in the house more like is this the most you've ever been in, indoors um to be honest no i think um you know from the times you when you're starting out um i started as a freelancer you pretty much work from home um, and i was doing that for about four or five years so this is Taking a step back to the freelance days. This is, um, not, this is nothing to you. <laughs> this is, no, not really. And also, you know, our work, visual effects, you know, is a lot of time in front of the computer, in front of the screen, um, getting pixels to match up. So uh, either way, you're mostly indoors. It's a career that uh, you're mostly mm. indoors. Yeah, so. That's, that's right. That's so true. People uh, in this line of work, creative digital and stuff 
a lot of us that's exactly what we do we just stay, sit on our chairs and uh on in front of our laptop screens clicking away uh dragging these keyframes and it's like uh it's crazy it's it's the life uh <laughs> but it's yeah you spend a lot of time indoors and and honestly the world just goes by while you're doing your work so it's like right now you know i guess it's in the back of our minds but we're so used to this kind of kind of thing and to make it worse me i'm a very antisocial person so, so this is really it's kind of ideal for me which is funny um so yeah dude like how how has how man like how how are you coping like um is it affecting you like how is it psychologically you mean uh working from home now the whole pandemic thing the whole okay um well you know i think the major effects have been um workwise you know not as much not as many projects as we used to work on um on a personal level i'd say you know it's getting back to you know remember who sometimes you know we were before corona you were always chasing this um chasing things you know going after work and never really having time for yourself to reflect so this has been a season to just take a step back you know remind yourself of the things that you used to do used to enjoy um, and just take a step back to remembering who who you are and uh and 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 now you know trying to come from that 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 place and then get back to integrating that with your normal daily life so that's 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 something uh that's that 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 has been in my mind for a while now yeah Mm, right yeah i think that's really interesting it's it's it, honestly it's given everyone a kind of perspective change right like you have to I, i guess it's forced some of us to look inwards and uh whereas before you're chasing chasing and you you know you're you're looking outwards at all times but now you're you have a few seconds to yourself and um you know with the existential threat you start to think about stuff right like hey you're like what and uh your values and how and all and all these things and i think that's what you're talking about and and for real i think like even for me i've i've had to think of a, a bunch of stuff and uh, recently getting more healthy you know it's it's, it's even though it's kind of these memes and all this stuff but it's actually a serious thing but also like i've started drawing and i feel like that's something before this i've always wanted to get back into it and i'm like how am i going to get back and it's like you know um i was just focused on other things or or whatever but now i'm like ah no i have to i have to I have to play with this thing and uh cuz it's part of me so i think that's that's a really cool outcome out of yeah. out of this at least it's, you can use it to you know your benefit right yes yes no definitely definitely you know i'm a i've always been a a musician so you know i played the drums even i think in high school i, I used to play the drums mm. um, various occasions and you know when you when you start working it kind of goes to the back so now it's when you know i'm now integrating it into back into my daily routine um that's what's awesome. listening to getting getting to get the uh, talents i had back and you mm. know some of these things it's all about the practice the routines and then you get mm. back to things but uh well, yeah Right, right, right. That's cool, man. The drums like how how do you how do you practice that? Like do you 
do you have like some digital setup where it's in you playing it in your ears because i can man i know that that's a it's a it's a neighbor's nightmare you know too <laughs> <laughs> yeah well uh I, i i like to play in the middle of the day because either you know um, people are out um, of the area or it's lunch time so the noise is not too distracting um also the neighbors are aware i did let them know these are the times i'll be practicing so <laughs> it's just uh it's just those things where i spend an hour a day i'm like 12 to 1 guys i'm gonna be playing my drums um, and then i just try also mute them because i have the physical drum it's not the electric ones okay okay um so you can get a bit noisy but i try and also you know use different Uh, sticks you, and brushes you to, need to like get to a sound room noises. right uh, that can mask <laughs> all these things that's interesting actually, you I, actually I, I used to um, person. I used to a friend of mine um, no, no out here and he has a studio here at near Safaricom unfortunately they uh, closed it down due to corona because of the traffic no one was coming to practice anymore mm. but that's where the drums were so I used to go and um, okay. I used to go and play there um as often as I could yeah that's an awesome hobby i think it's it's one of those things i you know when i see it happening like when i see them you know people practicing it kind of like like in the movie drumline um mm-hmm. there's another movie this white dude and his yeah people. um the guy for transformers what's his name yeah 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 um, yeah yeah Sailor Buff, I forgot the movie, yeah, but yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I wish you yes. could name drop that movie because it's a good movie, right? Yeah. That was a really good movie. Um, but yeah, yeah, when I see it, it's like it's so exciting. Like I wish I could have those. It looks like superpowers when the way, you, you know, the wrist is just moving at a crazy speed and the, 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 the what's also incredible it's called is, is the... It's called Whiplash. Yeah, Whiplash. Oh, thank you, man. Yes. I have the internet right here and we're yeah. using it, man. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> um yeah it's like the way the the wrists move and 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 also it's the perfect um you know the distance between all the 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 hits you know it's like perfectly mm-hmm. matched mm-hmm. it's like ta, 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 ta. you know it's perfect yeah. no, and it's like he has to get it perfect in that movie the mm-hmm. dude is his hands are bleeding i don't know if that's real but uh, <laughs> it was crazy it was um, no, you know you know you know uh, they definitely The thing about drums is um, I think the hurdle for most people is the coordination of the legs and the hands and how mm. can they all play separately at different times. Yeah. Once you get over that hurdle, it's now about just a routine of practice. That is it. Um, and the more diverse your music, the more styles you can get to play. Mm. But definitely one of the most complex styles to play is jazz. Um, even the understanding of jazz music is uh, is i think uh, a more advanced level compared mm-hmm. to other music other other genres of music mm-hmm. uh, but again it's, it's it's all just practice yeah hey man yeah like honestly musicians of 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 something like you know when they look at yeah these jazz musicians or jimi hendrix or or all the greats right like this they have hey man it's an incredible dedication because that's mastery right there because they completely master the sonics the instrument they can do whatever they want um jimmy hendrix was playing 
I think he's left-handed. He was playing a right-handed guitar upside down. Like that's how he, he you know, he, he learned how to how to play. And that's that's crazy. And that's 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 passion right there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No that's, that's that's pretty that's interesting. Really so 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 when you're not making noise for your neighbors, man, like like what what are you doing? Like like what do you watch and you know, what have you been up to recently? <laughs> Um, well, <laughs> right now, uh, you know, um, other well, other than the usual work, you know, it's sharpening my tools, you know, um, my skills, learning how to do things faster, you know, um, effective ways of enhancing my skills in the visual effects world. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, you know, I'm kind of doing small projects here and there. We have... Uh, I'm kind of getting into the tech space, um, you know, VR kind of mm. uh, technologies um, and how mm-hmm. can that apply into real estate. So those are the things that um, I'm, I'm, that's, that's something that I'm working on. Um, currently watching, hmm, I'm watching Watch Dogs now. Mm-hmm. I've it's a series that. called Watch Dogs. Uh, actually just found it the other day on, uh, on Showmax. So, Mm-hmm. That's it's been interesting. I'm still watching it, so let's see how that goes. <laughs> uh, is that like a political drama or what's that? Some a series. Well, to be honest, I'm just I'm on the second episode, but it seems like superhero kind of. Oh, superhero, not superhero. I don't know, drama, thriller kind of thing. Um, Watch dogs. Okay. Watch dogs. Let's check it out. I I'm, I'm just starting, so I can't really speak. Is it about some superhero stuff, like some Marvel kind of stuff? Uh, is it actually Marvel? I think so. But not like superheroes and superpowers yet. Um, at least where I've reached. Okay, so when I watch series, <laughs> I don't like I don't I don't read synopsis or ratings. If yeah, I dude. see it, I like I like judging things as they go. So yeah. Yeah, like I'm I'm that's it. that's very interesting. Like me, I never watch trailers. That's something I I, I actively, you know, I I run away from. Like because I don't know, there's something about me and my I don't know what's up in my brain. When I look at a trailer, I memorize those scenes and I put them together, and I feel like I've decoded the movie, and I know it's gonna happen. I know, <laughs> you know, and it's so irritating because some of these trailers they'll show some of the most epic parts, you know, just for the sake of. The wow effect, but now you're giving us yes. all the surprises. We, this is the thing. The surprise of the movie, yeah. exactly. So you, I don't. You know, you know it's that. because it's it's be, and that's a comment I've heard recently from a few filmmakers is how trailers are more and more getting obvious as to how the film will go or the style or genre of the film. So they give away a lot these days. I don't know whether it's because again in this social media age and in this. Uh, attention span being mm-hmm. so reduced and things moving so fast is you mm-hmm. have to capture someone someone's yeah. interest in a trailer otherwise you lose them um, compared to maybe in the a few years ago maybe early 2000s where if you watch a trailer you're like and so what is this thing okay now we have to watch it to find uh, it you know? yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, that's true i think uh, yeah i guess people have to flex their budget on the trailer as well it's like you look at these effects look at this car flip or whatever you know and i, I don't like it man it's like some 
I don't know. It's just not, it's just not, I, I don't like it. I like to be sold into something, right? So I, I go in blind and now, so when it's good, it's really, it's really good. And, um, yeah. and yeah, but honestly, it's been, I, I don't really watch much. Like I, I watch things to maybe fill the time. Like maybe like when I'm eating, I'll watch some modern family or, or, or something, some, some 20 minutes or no, big bang theory or something like that, just to kill the time. But um, I'm just like you, man. It's like I'm just trying to sharpen my craft. So I'm usually on tutorials or or some sort of uh, learning platforms or yeah. or somewhere like that. Or like, you know, trying to apply it while you're listening to podcasts. And uh, and I think it's like the grind, man. I think, isn't this, is, this, this is what happens when you kind of choose something that you like, right? Like you, that's passion in, uh, in your life, right? Like you spend every time, just trying to get better at it so you you probably started like what in in uni in, in malay like what did, what were exactly were you doing what was the course yeah you know I, I i think um you know i was lucky to to have parents who you know um gave me the opportunity to do uh, something that they had no idea even existed as a career <laughs> um which, which is always a good thing, and, and I always and I'm always thankful for that. Um, so, yeah, my story is uh, yeah. So, I, actually, before I went to Malaysia, I was in the Institute of Technology (NIT). I went there to do graphic design. I think it was, but I didn't. I didn't really enjoy graphic design. I don't know why. I think it wasn't as interesting. Uh, learning the tools was. Was good. I think I'm kind of learning about myself that I'm a bit more in the technical. I'm not creative, but in the technical field, especially, you know, in the tools and the making of things. Uh, I'm more interested in the technicalities of things and then how to creatively solve issues in that uh, space. But um, so at NIT, it was a good experience in learning the tools, um, you know, the graphic design tools and softwares. So six months later, I was like, you know what, this is not for me. I need to find something else to do. And then, you know, in those days, you know, an NTV or KTN start the news, you see all these graphics and you're like, hey, how do, what are these things called and who does them and all that. So I found out it's called, you know, motion graphics. Started researching schools that do motion graphics and stuff. And um, basically all the schools in the West, you know, the US, Europe, it's ridiculously overpriced. So. Uh, one of the reasons I went to Malaysia is also because of the cost um, value of, of the education. So, yeah, um, went to uni, you know, um, uni was a good time. Um, had uh, also stairs who are always, like, actually coming to think of it, I think the best time of my life now is after I did school. Because even in uni, it was pretty much um, the guy used to do all the assignments. I was never going out to anything, um, but yeah, you know, holding down the group. <laughs> that, <laughs> that's the thing. Yeah, those groups. Oh my goodness! Literally, uh, I think we were only two of us doing all the work for like six people. But anyway, uh, that was an experience. You know, working in teams. <laughs> um, so funny thing is, when I graduated, the school ordered to hire me as a lecturer. Um, but. Uh, um, I think I was more interested in, you know, to me, it didn't make sense. How will you hire a new graduate as a, as a lecturer? And I have no, I was like, I have no, 
experience. Mm. You know, like I, I did my assignments and all that really well, but that doesn't. I felt like it's not enough. So I moved to to KL, that's Kuala Lumpur now. And uh, so during holidays in uni, I used to do internships. Um, I did internships at about four different studios each semester break. I used to go to a different studio and intern there. Mm. So when I graduated and I moved to, to the capital, um, one of the creative directors who was at a studio that I interned in had left that studio to start his own. And so he gave me a call and he's like, hey, do you want to start this thing with me? And uh, it's interesting because I seem to get along with older guys than guys my age. I don't mm. know why. Um, so he's he was at that time. I think I was in my. I think I was twenty one, and um, I think he was thirty five or something. Anyway, so just him and I started. Just jumped in, you know, some Malaysian guy, some Kenyan guy. It was just the most interesting combo. Uh, so we just started like we started working from home. You know, six months in, you know, so he was going out to look for work. I was the one doing the work. And then sometimes at night he helps with the work. So he was also hands-on and he was mm. really good. He was a really talented director and creative director. Um, so we used to do the work together. This was visual effects as well. So we commercials, we used to deal with TV commercials. Um, started out, yeah. So we started the company, it was called Nastatica. Still there now, grown. It now has about 16 or 17 staff members, really doing amazing work. Um, so we started there, six months in, got a house, bought two desks, bought chairs, bought computers, mm-hmm. you know, one year in, one extra member joined us, continued doing the work, bought a coffee machine, you know, now it's not like, okay, now we can do fancy stuff. Right. Um, <laughs> and um, it was it was about two and a half to three years I was there, you know, and you get to see how our business grows mm-hmm. and how much work goes into it. Man, we used to work, we used to come to work at noon and leave at about 4 or 5 a.m. in the morning every day. I did that for, so when I started doing that, when we came in and that was the routine, I did that for six months and then my body shut down. Like, I got so sick for two weeks. I, I didn't even leave my bed for two weeks. Damn. I think it was a shock to my body because I, I wasn't used to that. Um, but after that, uh, the seventh month, Man, it was literally 16, 18 working hour days for the for the next three years, uh, Monday to Sunday. And uh, <clears throat> looking back, I don't really regret that. You know, it's what sharpened me to, to get to where I am today. Um, mm-hmm. And the work ethic there, man, you know, when you have some clients, like Japanese clients who will call you at 2 a.m. like, hey, can we come see progress? And like what to okay, so you know, so you kinda of get into you kinda of get into how guys work over there. And uh it just keeps you ahead of the game, uh, and just always on your toes and, and it was a good experience, good learning experience. And so when I came back after so what happened? So after three years the government changed. I don't know that this rule always existed or this particular prime minister wanted to push for Malaysians to get work. So what happened is any company, uh, he was really pushing the, the law, the rule that says um, if a company is younger than five years, you can't have an international person working within the organization. So they want you to work with 
the existing talent within the country and then mm. if necessary after five years you can bring in someone to do mm-hmm. a particular role or something interesting so that point is when i at that point is when i left you know came back uh came back home and uh, my freelance journey began um you know uh still finding out you know knocking door to door sending emails cold calling people hey i'm here this is what i do here my show can i come see you uh and i pretty much did that daily for like three months before i got my first job um from a friend of mine actually his name is tim um he's the one who actually contacted me actually contacted me from malaysia he's like hey when you come back can you let me know we can work together so i got my first job through him and since then it's just been you know ongoing as a freelancer until about three years ago when uh jim and i now james scarutu my partner business partner and i met well we met before that and we had this like, discussion so hey you know we should we should work together yeah yeah okay we should work together but you know you're also afraid because many many Kenyan artists unfortunately mm-hmm. you know guys are guys guys talk a lot but there's mm-hmm. no there's no uh Right. substance or you know add to their talk so you know you kind of meet you're like okay yeah so we did that actually we did that for five years we're meeting at clients offices you're like hey i've heard about you i'm like yeah i've also heard about you i've seen your work it's really good you know you should, you should do something together yeah so we did that all the time i always have that conversation then one day i think i traveled to mombasa and a client required some changes and so i, I sent him my work for him to do changes on my behalf to send to the client and you know it, it the process worked he, he understood how my files were how the workflow it works and he just said to the client I'm like hmm, okay similar thing happened to him at once as well he was like okay I'm working on something right now I can't finish this can you help me out I said yeah did this send to the client hmm. he also saw okay so we did that a few times then we're like okay you know what let's 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 just start this let's just start keyframe and, and see how it goes and uh you know we never took it that seriously you know we we're just like you know if it doesn't work if it doesn't work we can go back to freelancing it's not a big deal mm-hmm. uh three years later and uh we have some producer her name is cd and uh, yeah we, we work uh, uh it's a three it's a three member team yeah Dude, what a story. Big up, man, on your journey. Um, you have persisted. And, uh, you know, like, opportunities have just come to you. And, like, you've created that. And uh, that's really cool, man. That's, that's a real model for anyone to kind of live by. And, uh, you know, congrats, man. Like, you know, you've done, you've, you've, you've been a big influence. Uh, low key. Actually, high key. And... <laughs> <laughs> a lot of respect man yeah that's that's thank really you. cool thank you it's really cool man good for you thank you yeah yeah it's uh, it's been interesting and i think one of the things i've learned is is through the all this preparation and working and consistency in, in things is sometimes the more the more you put in it's not even about um it's it's just about being in the right place at the right time luck and uh when you're ready and luck finds you you just mm-hmm. push it to the next level it pushes it to the next level so for me it's just always being trying to be 
ready in my skills, whatever I can control. I like to be really good at that. That's what I'm doing. Uh, I need to go at any time. Um, so that's that's always my model. Yeah, and that's one hell of a model. You know, it's just something that um, it's something to live by. It's and 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 you know, it's like they say you create your own luck, right? <clears throat> you you like you're putting yourself in a position to win. You you you're not. It's not going to come to you. You have to be. You have to be ready for opportunity when it hits you. It's like, are you prepared for the opportunities out there? It's like sometimes we have a lot of wishes and ambitions, but it's like, are you putting yourself out there to be, you know, to be in that position when the opportunity hits? Because um, you know, they say the earliest bird, you know, catches the worm, and 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 you know, that's that's really cool, man. And uh, there's a lot of stuff I've, I've got from you. Like um, there was there was a little moment where I think I don't know what I was doing. I was kind of bored, and I went to visit you, and you and you just you know threw some work at me, and and uh, I got to just jump into your world a bit. You know, obviously I'm a, a bit familiar with these tools that you're using. We use the same softwares for different purposes. Maybe we also have uh, you know we share. Uh, I also do motion graphics as well. So I know these things. So you put me on a task and, you know, but it was a new new practice, new discipline in, in, in the software. And, you know, we kind of, you, you got me through it and, you know, I tried to do my thing and stuff. And I got to see your method and, and you actually introduced me to this podcast called The Collective. And uh, it yeah, was... Man. Yeah, that's, that's oh, really always on that thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, dude, like, honestly, it's like these things... You don't know what is a stepping stone, you know, like in life, until you look back, you don't know what's going to propel you to a next little point. So now this podcast, it was like a little idea, a seed that was planted in my head because it really moved me uh, on that day because it was such a big episode, you know, Ash Thorpe was talking to uh, Vitali and they were talking about, the, yeah, you know, this amazing, amazing <laughs> people, amazing creatives. Uh, and 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 the episode was just so insightful, and I'm like, man, these guys are just talking, and it's like it's pure, you know. This is uh, uh, this is so inspiring, and and they're teaching you their methods, and it's like you're learning, you're 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 getting so much game from these mentors, and I'm like, man, you know, I didn't really, I don't think I ever heard like a podcast before that, so to hear that you know format, you know, it definitely planted a seed that would. Um, you know, would would push me and uh, find its way uh, rooted in my podcast as well. So, yo, man, uh, I guess I owe you, you know, when this podcast <laughs> podcast pops off, 5%. Yes. Oh, man. Yeah, no, I mean, it, you know, these things, this, it's, it's just, I think, I think always just in whatever field someone is in or whatever career you're in, it's always good to find people who are and resources that inspire you and people who are good at what they do and just because you know this we're lucky that these people the, the world is is now becoming a village you know mm. people are giving advice and and giving um, you know ins, ins, in, uh, inspiration to our daily lives and whatever career you're in as well so for me the collective podcast was one of those things where especially you know when you feel tired and you're like, man, I don't feel like going 
on with this thing. And then you listen to someone like now, Vitaly, and you're like, holy, like, what the heck? <laughs> people have crazy work ethic, you know. And I think it's just gone on to teach me that, you know, the opportunity even to have work and to work is a blessing. The work itself is a blessing. So I've decided to not be afraid of, because, uh, you know, when you start out, you kind of get a bit tired or a bit lazy here and there. And then you have a crazy episode like when I had a three-year stint where it's just, you're just kind of just on a on a crazy routine and you, your growth is just skyrocketing uh, because of the amount of time you're putting in, you know, the 10,000 hour rule or whatever it is. Um, but again, when you, yeah, this, this kind of people, you know, people who inspire you and stuff, they always give you the energy to go on. And just hear stories to hear, not alone. You know, the people out there going through the same situation. Right, and, right, uh, right. That keeps you going. Yeah. Totally, yeah. man. That 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 day, uh, it, it's it's a stain in my brain. And uh, yeah, man, it is really impactful. Just actually, right now on my on my on my browser, I have uh, the our stop episode with Vitali. The second episode, he came back. You know that that episode we listened to was episode eight. Uh, he came back again for 213, I believe, episodes. Wow. Another great episode. Like he has so, <laughs> he's so in demand. They, like you come back, man. We need to do this again, because yeah, man, you're it's like you're right. You have to surround yourself with people who are doing their thing, and um, like like when and that's kind of like my criteria in the in the podcast. It's like people I'm interested, people who got something, people who are doing something, and um, you know, that pursuit of 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 um your your dreams and your you know getting that discipline and, and going out there and doing your thing it's hard but it's like a graft and like you said it's it's a privilege man to work to have that to have work man it's a it's a, it's a blessing so it's like work man you have work work and um and 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 so it's important to choose your work very wisely and this is where you have to be selfish in life and and choose something that's you know that interests you and you know comes you know begging up his parents cuz um you know they gave him that that leeway the freedoms like you do what you want and they supported him um uh, maybe not all of us have yeah. given you know have that have that up, up upbringing but it's so important to um you know like get yourself out of that and 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 focus on it's like you go I know my podcast listeners are young so it's good to start now to like you know redirect your aim and and then focus on on things that are passionate to you because you know work is work is is a must so it's better you're working on something that you're you're passionate about because it'll make you go on a three-year stint from you know you know going to the, the the dark hours of the night but you love it and you're growing and and something comes out of it like uh Kome right here man yeah that's that's what's up <laughs> thank you thank you you know I, just one thing i want to add you know is um, this in this in this uh it what you know the more in this time and age you know the young guys are really lucky to have um the opportunities have come up you know the internet has really opened up a lot um and all these careers are kind of now um being more open from the parents you know you can imagine our generation for example we're definitely mm-hmm. more open to various careers uh, for hopefully our children or even ourselves so mm-hmm. this this is a time to do things that you're interested in i don't, I don't think there's any there's a better time 
to do these things. Absolutely, man. And that's something I'm really passionate about. Like, this is an opportunity. And for, like, African youth and stuff, it's like the internet, uh, social media, it doesn't care if you're... If you're if you're from Africa or you're Kenyan or your tribe or or whatever, you know, before you had to go through the gatekeepers and um, you know pay some money here, kiss some ass here, you know, you have to you have to do all sorts of things, turn tricks just to get some work, just to get an opportunity. And you know, Kenya, it's all about connection. So it's like right now, um, the internet doesn't care about your connections. It's like it cares about your 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 output your your persistence the algorithm just wants you to post man so it's like to me i just go with the algorithm it's like yo it wants me to hustle it wants me to upload another mm-hmm. thing so it's like that's mm-hmm. what you should be thinking like like you know just keep keep going and um yeah man it's it's <laughs> it's, it's important and i think that's why these mentor mentorship is crazy like you know sometimes we look at it as a as this thing where you need some old mzee, you're telling you, the, you know, teaching you the ropes, but it's not, that's the really old, old school way of looking at it. How, you know, we are blessed with the internet and there's so much advice, you know, information. We live yeah. in information yeah. age, you know, like information is not a problem. Wherever you are, you can learn a skill that can benefit you greatly. Like you, you in that random neighborhood in Africa, you can get something out of, of this internet. So, um it's, it's it's incredible like the way you you guys are working you know like so a big problem like like in like in nairobi is like rent right like you're trying to open a business rent can be a big problem but you know these days we have this internet and uh, it's getting cheaper by the day and even devices are getting cheaper and i think that's a really interesting thing i think even around the world having offices uh, is becoming kind of detrimental to your growth especially for a startup and um you we have the infrastructure these days to kind of set up businesses um, virtually. And I think that's really cool, man. Like, you know, there's more examples in the States and stuff, you know, with their shipping capabilities. But a lot of Kenyans, a lot of Africans are exploiting this new digital economy and something I'm so interested in. And um, I would love, you know, I'm, I'm also slowly working on, on different endeavors that can take advantage of that. You know, some of these things, you know, me and you, we didn't grow up with this stuff. You know, it doesn't. We kind of had to learn as we as we grew. You know, even though we were young, but yeah. still, it is kind of different. Yes. Like, what, what is this? So, like, even social media, you know, it's like you know, we came to us late teens, whatever. It's like some of these kids, man, they grow up knowing exactly how to scroll through your phone and do all sorts of things, and it's natural to them to turn the camera on themselves and shoot a video, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But for us, we kind of had to learn, you know, what kind of learning and pushing. But um, yeah. I think it's a very interesting time we're living in. But I think it's really empowering for 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 Africans, and and uh, it's something I've talked. To, I was talking in my podcast with Ken Beda, and I, I think it's something I just need to keep 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 hitting that drum because it it, it is uh, a potential that we can exploit anyone can kind of get something you know there's a lot of real estate in africa right now and it's like you need to be to be to be getting on getting in on this so so yeah man a lot of possibilities yeah yeah no definitely definitely this this is this is the time to do to do the things you want to do and um you know also just something i'm talking about speaking about the youth and uh and ourselves as well is, you know, one of the things I'm seeing is a lot of people, especially even in 
in the arts. And, um, I'm just going to mention in the arts because that's the space I'm in, but again, it applies to uh, other fields or other careers is, you know, sometimes you might have this, you know, imposter syndrome, you know, you're young and maybe you're good at what you do. Mm. And uh, because people in your industry or people in your field are older, you kind of feel like, hey, maybe I don't belong here. Mm. You know, um, the, you kind of, you are confident in your skills, but just the circumstance you're in maybe makes you feel a bit inferior. And um, that is something I definitely uh, faced as well, especially when I came back from, from, from uni, you, know, you meet all these guys and uh, you kind of realize, but you know, if, if, tal- if, if talent, again, if talent was on the table, and that's one of the reasons why a lot of Africans move to the West is because if you're talented, that is what speaks mm-hmm. of your value, uh, whatever the industry you're in. Mm-hmm. Here again, it's a lot of also, you know, who do you know, perhaps, um, that kind of thing. We're still at that point yet. And mm-hmm. so what this does, what this does is you make the guys who feel the guys who are talented, you know, there's so many talented uh, African people. In fact, the statistics in the financial world, you know, shows that uh, a lot of Africans are heading these big banks, you know, Nigerians and, and those kinds of people. Okay. Uh, and so this just goes to show you that people have skill, but if you put people in a, in a system where you have to know someone in order to be recognized or to be given the appropriate opportunities, people move away, you know, mm. uh, because it's, it's that's not a fair way to do things. Things should be based on well, this is what I want to do. Are you good at it? Okay, show us what merit. you can do, and then we can, yeah, on merit, exactly. Mm. Um, so the other thing I wanted to to also just mention out there is um, this is also the age where and the times where, luckily, more and more young people are getting into positions of power. And so what's happening with that also is we're ending up to see a lot of people being more open to a lot of Kenyans or a lot of Africans taking leadership roles, meaning also, you know, and us guys, I'm kind of realizing that the idea of knowing someone is not as important anymore as the skill, at least for mm. the people I've met. People are like, I'd rather hire someone who has a skill than someone perhaps you know you've heard of. You want compet- competency, you know, right? Competency, exactly. Yeah, so... Um, I've lost my train of thought there, but you you mentioned imposter syndrome and um, yes, that's a big thing, man. I think that's something we all kind of suffer from, right? Like when you're trying to break and, and get into something, there's always people who are there before you, obviously. And, you know, you look at their work or, you know, and you just, you kind of doubt your, your moves and you, you, you know, it's like, Oh man, it's it's such a <laughs> it's a humbling experience, um, but like you you doubt yourself and you 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 devalue yourself, you look down on yourself, and um, it's something that I've definitely gone through in in <laughs> going going with this podcast, and because um, it's like who 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 are you, man? Who are you to talk? Like you know, it's like <laughs> what do you have to share? with the world it's like what are you telling us that we don't already know you know and uh what, what's this audacity where is this coming from like you know or you know like what how have you earned this right to speak 
And um, I think we all kind of go through that. It's like, you know, my art is maybe someone will, will criticize their own art and like, oh, look at that person's art. People are going to think I'm, you know, and and who am I? I'm not an artist. I'm just some dude playing around with a pencil. So, you know, we start, <laughs> it's a, a, it's such a downward spiral. And um, if you, you know, you know, I, I, yeah. I, I, I look at it, uh, I, I, actually that's uh, before I lost my train of thought. I think this is where you, you've directed it back. Yeah. And I think um, imposter syndrome can also be a, a motivator. You know, the more you ask yourself these questions, the more you want to find out more about it and get better at it. So mm. that's how I choose to look at it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like who am I to be doing this? And, does it even matter or whatever? But now the other question that when I answer that, it's like, yeah, it matters to me. So I want to get better at this. And, and that's, yeah. that's how it's just, I don't know. No, no, no. And, and I, think, I, think that's, I think that's usually the answer for everything. What you just said, this is how I choose to look at it. If people kept that mind state, this is how I choose to look at it. It's a choice. You know, when things come to you in, in, in any, you know, shape and form, it's how it's your perspective of it that that determines its value so something might you know let's say the your your the thing with the malaysian government and stuff that thing may have messed up your work someone else they'll you know start sulking like ah oh, you know what let me just go back and i don't know they'll maybe they'll 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 lose that determination someone else is looking at it as oh man this is perfect you know what I wanted to do my own practice. Maybe this is time or whatever, you know, it's like, it's how you look at the circumstances that change. So I think like with you saying that, having that learning mentality, just like constantly um, uh, learning. And I think that's what helps uh, overcome these things. And, and yeah, but, but it's strange. Like, I think it's also this concept. It wouldn't be such a big concept if it wasn't true. Fake it till you make it. And it's like, it's not really you know some people you know you, even me i'm trying to be authentic and all that but it's like you know you don't you want to disagree with that statement but you know what do we do as children you know we mimic what we see we imitate we are faking it until we're making it until you 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 get a you know understanding of the world around you so i think we need to kind of adopt these things in in our learning process and um part of you know showing what you got and uh you know just you know sharing your your values or your expression art or you know whatever is 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 you know you you kind of have to fake the funk you know like you know what i am an expert you know and um and show your value and 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 yeah it'll, it'll have those moments where you're doubting yourself and your you know where you came from but it's part of the process uh sometimes like the best I've heard something like this. It's the best way to to learn is is by teaching. Yeah. Mm. Mm. I totally I totally agree with that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. The funny mm. thing you mentioned that is because also one of Keyframe's um, um, direction as well is is to is to is to you know um, start a training center for. Mm. Um, visual effects because one of the things we've seen just when I just sideline a bit from what you're mentioning is uh, you know the, the education system in in our field or even in you know architecture as well I'd say is I think it's in Kenya the education is separate from the industry and that's a problem 
because the industry has to will have to continue hiring people but every time you consider hiring someone you have to include a budget of training up this person because of how far the differences between the industry standards and mm-hmm. the education standards are absolutely and that's a gap that's a gap that uh, keyframe now wants to fill and, and just add value to to students is because so far the institutions you know like i went to nit and and, and others you get to see uh, the kind of people who come out and the work they're doing and you're like ah he, 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 this guy can't get a job straight from college yeah, yeah, you know straight yeah. from they have to um, have someone come and be willing to train them up and bring them up to speed it's a, if uh, you know and again you always have those people who are self driven and you know can achieve that by themselves but the majority need uh, some kind of guidance um to get yeah. to that point so that's that's also something we've seen in the education field that we've seen is is missing and so we'll take care of getting into that yeah and hey both of us went to nit and um so i know what you know <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> yeah. and i was also in shangtao uh and uh mm-hmm. so i've seen this, the the different structures and and the the, the output you know that the people that come out of it and there's definitely um a major gap in in what the industry requires and what is uh spat out of the education system <laughs> like it's really it's 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 man like to be honest um i don't want to trash on nit too much you know a lot of cool people i met there <laughs> but or shangtao um and i probably have some reason to but like there is like 90% of what i i got out of my the period i was in the institutions was from the internet was from youtube um i can't is that there's only a handful of tricks that i that i learned uh in the process of of getting taught in these institutions this is you know a incredible uh, need for like do they you know yeah there's there needs to be a big shake up in the industry uh for vis- for like animation and graphics and 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 stuff like this there seems to be no regulation and um there needs to be a big step but i've actually seen some colleges coming up admi have you seen that one? that looks really good and um i'm seeing their yes, yes. yeah yeah i've seen their their equipment and some of the work and uh it's promising yeah, it looks very mm-hmm. it's, it's headed uh, it's a big step in the right direction if we have like 10 of those i think uh, in mm-hmm. the next 5 years we'll have some 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 good work and uh, you know some people for you to hire <laughs> yeah but yeah like like you know i think that's a big gap that you 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 should exploit and you know just um in part of this imposter syndrome for your for your own branding like you know to put yourself as a expert in the industry would be uh, a good move as well yeah that's something definitely we we also want to partner with other other businesses and other artists in the industry to see what we can do um you know for the education sector and uh, especially in this field of ours um and see where we can lead to yeah because i think even corona has really shown you know um uh, schools being closed and all that parents also learning hey i think this is what you guys are learning in school like I, one of my uh friends was was finding out that uh, 
their child learns way faster than the assignments they're getting. And so they felt as if the value for education for, for his son wasn't the best, uh, you know, based on because the, they're doing the work together now. Because we have to do assignments from home. He's realizing, wait a minute, this course is too slow for my child. And so what does that mean? Does it mean that homeschooling will become a thing moving post-corona? Or parents will be more keen as to how mm-hmm. uh, schools are being run and uh, the courses are being run. So again, these Absol- are just some of the things That's, that um, are coming out now. Absolutely, man. These are really good things to 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 talk about i think for a long time people have been questioning the education systems around the world um like, like even me personally man i hated school you know if it wasn't for the social aspect there's not much i, I, I got out of it like you know like most of what i was being taught i um i knew i wouldn't use because you know sometimes you kind of just know yourself in a, in a personality way but you know obviously a child maybe doesn't know best but you want to be uh directed by your interests and that's where your parents are nurturing you and stuff so i think um schools need to kind of accommodate that or at least you know there's there's different schools these days you know and that's the benefit of these institutions there's some that are you know they're mostly fancy private schools but like somewhere they uh it's 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 kind of oriented around the child's interest so you kind of you know you're not forced into to to learning certain things if if you're obviously not in that direction you know some people are more artsy some people are more um scientific or you know and you you kind of pushed in that direction at an early age you know and yeah i feel like there's, there's a bunch of things that i may have been interested in in school that weren't given to me they weren't branded you well it's like you know you don't you're just telling a student you learn this and learn this okay why because you have to and instead of like hey because you could use this for becoming uh you know you know like an architect you can become a, a politician you can become whatever you it's like you can you have to there has to be a big uh switch in how we we um yeah the learning education system needs to to change um but you know thank goodness for such institutions and yeah man you should definitely push your push your thing because i can imagine someone can homeschool their kids and um and use the internet and all its glory to you know give them all they want and if you just in, include some social aspect maybe in the neighborhood or or different clubs or practices and extracurricular activities then eventually It's like you just you know by the time they're 13 or whatever you'll definitely know what they're about you know or or 15 or something then let's say someone imagine someone of that age coming to an institution that maybe you guys create and uh you know they learn at that young age with with all this internet around us and stuff and they're really perfecting their craft that person will become a beast you know <laughs> like, yeah. like at, at yeah. a young age you'll be so good and um yeah definitely yes yeah mm-hmm. yeah Definitely. Mm. And yo, something something we talked about like in the in reference to the collective podcast Vitali and and uh, and these guys and you've also talked about it before is habits man like how how do you what are your tricks man you know like we obviously learned that podcast you know Vitali he uses the 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 timer system with his uh, hourglass so you know there's there's different tricks and and tactics that you can use and sometimes yeah. this this you know sometimes it's fun to have a tactic and a, a little trick to 
to keep you focused in the game the other day we 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 um became like each other's accountability partners uh and and we got these apps and we're trying to use these different ways of engaging us and 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 keeping us productive and 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 meeting goals so so yeah man uh, i've just you know kind of revealed one of our tricks but like what how do you stay in the game and 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 keep your habits in check I think one thing I have to say is I am my own biggest fan. Mm. Um so what what that means is not in a vain kind of way but be vain. Uh, be vain. <laughs> Life is no, short. No no no. Um, <laughs> my biggest fan I mean like you just have to keep on cheering yourself to do things. It's not always the easiest I thing totally to agree man dude I am honestly man, I am my biggest fan <laughs> I think so highly of myself <laughs> but like you know, but, uh, but it's like you also have to kind of re- be humble in, in that aspect because you have you because you know what's good you know what's good quality yeah. but also you know where you've been and where you where you are now and that progress and you, you know you're also good at what you can do and and you know you can create something but it's like you have to keep pushing yourself and and um you know there's there's, there's low moments yeah. but also there's a general air of optimism man. and and yeah, yeah, no, definitely that's what you're talking yes, about right yes. exactly exactly it's it's uh it's just constantly being you know constantly just being positive you know always encouraging yourself um because it's never easy sometimes you just you know um things are not going your way and the thing is you can't rely on other people to encourage you you have to be your own encourager as well Dude, so that's what i mean by you're by preaching man fun. you are preaching <laughs> <laughs> i just had an well, epi- yeah. i had an episode uh, a few episodes ago um talking about self validation like you cannot be someone who depends on on your friends to to gas you up and be like yeah yeah you're so good oh that's such a nice piece of artwork oh you have a nice uh, podcast you know it's like no do not you can't you can't rely on this because it won't sustain you what happens when they're not there you need to have your back first and foremost and and then constantly push yourself because when no one's pushing you i what's what's going to happen so you know like i totally i totally love that kind of logic and it it just makes sense it's like hey you know it's just you man it's just you in this mind sometimes i even feel like yeah the rest of you are just a bunch of ai robots like you're just here to you know to <laughs> you're in my existence you're in my world <laughs> and um so yeah man it's really important to get your head in the game i think to i don't know maybe it's like a society that's really failed us but we really care about what uh, people think so some people maybe they want to join uh, a different career they have always wanted to be an actor but it's like hey you get what will my homies think when they start seeing me you know in these auditions or <laughs> mm-hmm. it's like you start mm-hmm. thinking of really foolish things and you know you end up yeah. holding yourself back you end up man your whole life is kind of ruined in in that aspect and um you know I, yeah yeah go ahead yeah yeah no it's true because you know I think this corona season has also you know brought people a bit closer to themselves by you know having more quiet time with themselves and so what you figure out is you know like you said um the things that matter to you start coming 
for and because of the time you're spending with yourself so, mm. and you know, being being you know, in, in the in, you know in the context of what we're saying about how you can be your, your biggest fan is one thing also realize is in that silence and quietness of you doing the things either solo in your small team whatever you're doing um there's no need of getting too many opinions you know uh i always think you, you, people will find you in your lane as you do your things and another thing of being your biggest fan is you kind of start realizing the things that you appreciate and mm. what that does is it makes you know how to appreciate someone else you can mm-hmm. be able to see that when someone is doing something you know if if i'm uh, in this part of my life and or in this uh, kind of uh, project i'm in right now and you're just doing things in a closed not in a really in a closed way but in a focused way in a small team or by yourself and just get the the ball rolling and without too much noise you know behind your back without you expecting gratification from other people you kind of start learning and enjoying that at the same time you you'll know exactly how to encourage someone else because mm-hmm. you've been through it yourself and you understand the process yourself so uh, i think it's just an all around positive uh, by 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 looking inward and by appreciating you know your your own your own your own encouragement yeah absolutely. for yourself absolutely and um, i think that's somewhat at the heart of the podcast because you know it's the process and when you're when you're in your process and you know it's that struggle and but it's like that it's that that marathon you kind of you know you have that empathy for other people and um you you know you you can be in a position to advise or at least just empathize you know and um yeah man i think that's that's a big that's a big point you know like it's you know it's like we're trying to just inspire ourselves and and uh inspire each other and and um yeah it's like we all and and it kind of validates your existence right like because now you have a purpose now you have a thing that you're doing that that you wake up for and you're inspiring the people around you and uh, all of a sudden life is beautiful yes yes i think i think that uh you know being being your biggest fan is definitely a habit one needs to get used to self encouragement and, mm-hmm. and push it down my yes. second habit is is you know time accountability mm-hmm. you know knowing this is the hardest part and i'm still constantly learning about this it's just what are you spending your time doing and can you account for it that's it it's just that simple you know um <laughs> it's not simple to say but to do is is a yeah. whole other thing because yeah. you know yeah. That's right. Time just runs away. Yeah, time just runs away so fast. It doesn't stop um, for no one. And, uh, <laughs> and yeah, the, the so funny is good the, to know the, the simplest yeah. concepts are usually the most difficult to execute. And um you know time time is something that you need to 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 it's like it's always winning you but you have to kind of battle battle with it and it's like you have to recover and uh and get the, a, a lot out of it especially at this young age because i don't want to be fighting and struggling when i'm okay, in my late 40s or, or something or something like that i want to be chilling on the beach so it's like you want to sort yourself out at this at this time and um and then yeah, yeah no definitely you, yeah. you know also being in being in business and uh, um 
one of the things you get to learn about being in business is you can never stop. Uh, so there are two things you are working either on on your business or in your business. Mm-hmm. So in your business means you're the one who's doing the work. You know, um, the actual whatever sales is it's you who's doing that. Mm-hmm. And then working on your business, you know, that's where the marketing comes up. Mm-hmm. That's where client service comes up. You know, that that kind of thing. You know, accounting. Mm-hmm. Uh, if there are any laws that affect your industry, you have to be aware of those. And so your time has to be, you know, especially when I'm like coming from a freelance perspective where everything was just about myself and the work that you do supporting yourself, time has become very split where you have to divide your time between the work and the business. And each of them is equally important. Mm-hmm. You cannot say, the, the work is more important than the business because the business is what supports the work, you know, to the exactly. environment for work to be done. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So time accountability for me has been a big thing, you know, and, and lining up things as to how do you make sure you have some kind of, uh, like, let me call them like indicators of how you're progressing. That's another important thing uh, tied to time. Is over this period of time, I think we have a discussion last time. Is over this period of time, what do you want to have achieved, mm-hmm. and then what are you going to do daily to get to that goal, mm-hmm. and then what are you going to do hourly to get to that goal? Um, and so that's how I choose to look things. Is this is a grand picture of the month or the year, and then you break it down to the point where you almost know every day I'm spending three hours. Uh, working on my business and then I'm going to spend five hours working in my business and then two hours for myself to do my own like projects and experiments so you can be able to see how your progress goes and it's it's a difficult thing it's a difficult thing um, but it's something that I'm getting better at uh, every day yeah, if, if there's anyone who kind of introduced me to this stuff, it was through you in, in that podcast because, you know, everything was timed and, you know, and it's like, <laughs> there's no breaks. It's like, yo, dude, we have, our break is in two hours, man. So just keep working right, <laughs> right now. And um, yeah, man, like time. Oh, man, this is this is hard. I'm sure most people will struggle out with this. Um because there's so many distractions man you get instagram is like two scrolls away on your phone you get boom bam you're there distractions galore youtube you get you get in maybe even going there to listen to a podcast while you work you go there all these thumbnails you get distracted now you're watching animal planet and it's like what the hell it's like there's so much in our way today more than ever man uh, actually no go ahead actually that's a good thing you've raised is social media but the, th- the thing I also choose to look at it is social media is also a good thing. Um, mm-hmm. If you want to look at social media and you just, ha- you just plan for it, just like holidays, you plan for holidays, <laughs> you know, um, that's, that's, that's it. That's, it's, 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 that's, I've chosen to look at it that way. It that's just, actually super I, interesting. Go ahead. Man. It's just like a holiday. Yeah. You just decide, Hey, listen, um, I want to enjoy my social media time in peace. I don't feel guilty. Mm-hmm. So I look at social media after six and that's your room. So like okay, after six PM, <laughs> after nine PM, I look at social media. If you think about it, right? That's that's actually really cool. That's a really interesting suggestion. If you think about it, 
in terms of like a holiday you mentioned you know people you save for holiday you know this thing costs money and and it'll take a time and you know and then if you look at your time your time is money as well you know you can find out how much each hour costs you, you know, depending on how you your 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 stuff is you can actually determine exactly how much an hour costs you so your social media scrolling is costing you and you know there's yeah. a lot to be doing with your time and it's definitely um something it's an expenditure and if you know if you look at it that like this like it's a vacation and i think it's actually a very wise way because you are and wasting time and time is money so you're wasting money on social media and uh you should accommodate it like like anything else in life you should say hey yeah like you said you get 9 p.m. whatever or you know before breakfast or whatever it is um i think that's actually really cool i think i'll i'll introduce that sometimes i'm you know sometimes i'm not really too deep into like consuming um but sometimes you get on and you just find yourself scrolling and you know it's like all this yeah, activism no. it's like George it's Floyd all in there so yeah. much stuff. Yeah, you see all this news exactly and, and, yeah you know it's like you get you it's like you see a story you go into the, the the post in that story you see a comment in that post you go down this guy's profile you get you start talking it's a rabbit hole Florida it's a rabbit like, hole. what am i doing here <laughs> looking at some racist <laughs> page in you know it's like you know and uh, yeah. that's time you should have been you know getting ahead of your projects so yeah my time management you know and you know i Sorry. i understand you know sometimes you're in the middle of things and uh, you want to take a break in the middle of 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 um of work you're like ah, i just need a break i would i would even advise uh, or stay you know i'm i'm fortunate to to have a i mean i, I would advise to to just take a walk outside and then just come back social media is, is not a reason to escape to just as a as a as a, as a solution to escape uh, as a break mm. if anything it might add on stress or whatever because True. of all this news and depressing stuff so mm. i i would i would definitely say there should be time allocation for social media mm. um and i would say, and and that's something i've done and you know what happens over time is start less and less um what happens is now i started following more and more you start realizing social media is more about also your field you know mm-hmm. are you following people of your field people in in your industry and what are they saying and more and more it's let be less of social media more of articles reading articles seeing what's Absolutely. happening out there like your your feed starts your feed of information and news starts changing because you're you put a time to it So Absolutely. consciously or subconsciously in your brain you start becoming like okay even this time needs to be a bit more productive social media time also is very productive so right that's that's that's, can, that's it man yeah. I, I, you know there's at some point there's no excuses right like um if you if your social media is just distractions and that's your fault you know it's like why are you putting the, mm-hmm. why are you putting all these distractions in front of yourself so like even me mm-hmm. um like sometimes when I'm when I'm not watching a see actually most of what I watch is educational to be honest like um it's just like the various channels that are dealing with stuff in my industry so even if I could be just you know drinking some tea and some bread I'm going to be watching the future channel or something like that or you know so I'm still even though I'm not working I'm still feeding the brain or inspiring myself or, or some way and 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 it's really important man 
your feed you know because before you know people can tend to blame social media but like dude you you chose to follow all these big booty girls it's like why you know why yeah. you know if if that's if that if that's what you choose then then that's then that's you you know like me yeah. you me I follow different artists that are you know it's like they're inspiring me in different ways and I'm they're challenging themselves and now I'm like hey you guys need to step my game up because look at this and 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 now all of a sudden you know my feed is is feeding me man that's a good one huh? yeah Exactly, exactly. That's a good one. That should be the slogan. Have you heard of Beeple? No, I'm not sure. I don't think so. Beeple is this guy who... Um, oh, yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Dude, Be- he makes Beeple, some Beeple. crazy stuff every day. Every so, day. So, so for context for your, for your listeners, yeah, it's, it's like, yes, this guy decided... I want to get better at the drawing. So I'm going to do one drawing a day. And I think he spends two hours, I think. Not more than two hours in any, every day doing something. You should see his first drawings. They're all stick bits, stick men. Like, <laughs> Are you serious? Basically, that's the level I'm at. That's where I am. I'm also a stick one. I never went guy. to his first so, ones. That's that's incredible. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's in his page. It's in his page. He's been doing daily... Uh, They, they, okay, so it, it changes over time. So he says, I want to get better at drawing. He does drawing for, I think, a year or six months. And then he, does, and then he, he's, he, he decides, okay, I want to get better at writing or 3D or something. <laughs> and so he does daily. Um, he's, putting, he's putting in the work in that specific area he wants to improve it on a daily basis for, I think, a minimum of three to six months. And he's been doing this for eight years, every single day. And the crazy part is when his wife was giving birth, <laughs> just a few hours later, he was there with his computer <laughs> trying to put in an extra two hours of imagine that. <laughs> There's some people with incredible work ethics. It's, 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 it's outstanding. Like when I saw, when yeah, I, I think it was, mm-hmm. it must have been uh, the collective podcast or you who put me on to people. Because well, I guess it was just, mm-hmm. you know, we're talking about these habits and, and, and looking at people with different work ethic. And it's incredible. I didn't know, you know, that's how he started. And I'm so interested. But the thing is, dude, he posts like every day and he's been doing this for how many years? Yeah. So the amount it's, of it's scrolling, like the amount, the amount of scrolling I need to do to get to the bottom. <laughs> Imagine 865 pieces of artwork or that, that are improving you daily and spending two hours a day. So literally... Uh, and then you do that for eight years. And this is aside from your day job or whatever you're doing. It's this two hours. It's just for you to self-improve yourself. And you just do it daily. That has been a real challenge and a real um, motivator for me as well to, to, right. to like, do things. Yeah. It comes back to this 10,000 hours, right? Like You have to spend time doing what you want to do. It's like you want to perfect your craft. You know, You have to sacrifice time. And is it really a sacrifice if you're getting something good out of it? You know, it's an investment actually. And um, yeah, it's like take time, you know, and, and, and really sharpen your skills, get better at what you do. Something, <clears throat> I don't know if uh, maybe like, okay, you, maybe you answer this after I, I answer my own question. Is there anything like in particular you're getting up to right now? Like that's, you know, you're sharpening your skills. You talked about the drumming. I know there's DJing. Uh, but just hold on to that question. Recently, me, 
I started um I started I started doodling I started drawing and uh, this is something I've kind of you know like I've I've been wanting to get back into art art for art's sake you know I I used to do digital um you know manipulations photoshop and stuff like that and um it was really fun but I lost the the kind of spark and then I got you know into the corporate market and stuff and I feel like it just sucked the soul out of me so <clears throat> I've been wanting to get back into it you know i wasn't i didn't stay idle you know started the podcast and been doing the content thing and on social media but i've been wanting to get back to drawing you know and uh so with the pandemic there was the whole mask thing and i drew on the mask so that was just something like an impulse i'm like you know what let's do something man i drew on the mask <clears throat> and you know the response was really cool man like your know, people were feeling it <clears throat> people ordering the mask they're like yo can i get 10 of those people you know i was like damn this is <laughs> you know it's a gassing meal but this is exactly what i needed mm-hmm. and um mm-hmm. so i've taken that as a good indication i'm like you know what <clears throat> this is this is my this is that thing that's going to make me uh start doing this thing that i love man like i want to do it why aren't i doing it you know so um recently i've been getting into drawing and i've humbled myself greatly and uh i've gone to the basics man i'm doing circles patterns you know like i'm i'm doing so basic you know and erasing everything i know as an artist and the graphic designer and and an illustrator and all these things and just like you know what i want to become good at drawing and um the the type of things i want to draw not not necessarily like um you know fine art or anything but like you know the things that i'm interested in and i've been developing man and over the last couple of weeks i've been producing stuff i haven't been sharing but i've been producing stuff that's i'm 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 proud of and i'm getting to a place where i'm going to be comfortable enough to start sharing and you know and that's fun you know to have these little projects so uh, that you can sharpen your, your your skills so yeah man back to you man what have you been up to <clears throat> No, no, I agree, definitely. And, you know, one of the, the hardest parts, you know, people always talk about, yeah, you know, whether you are, can you, how, how do you sit down for, for two hours to do something? And for me, you know, I'm, I'm not a very smart guy. I'm not a smart guy. So I, I like breaking things down to the very simplest things. Like I know? said in the beginning, you used to copy yes. my answers. That wasn't a joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I break down things to, okay. So you've decided uh, this two hours is for something productive. See, for me, it's as I started out by just sitting down on a desk. My phone is on uh, silent or whatever, and you're just there. You've decided the next two hours, you have a timer, you do something. And you cannot leave that table without doing it. That's it. For me, I don't care what I do. I don't know what will come out of that two hours, but I know I am here to, for example, if it's, let's say i'm decided i'm going to learn a certain software for the next six months and i'm going to spend two hours daily learning that software you'll of course you watch tutorials you do practical you try and learn you do your own thing see if it works it doesn't matter what comes out of it the idea is the two hours has been dedicated to that thing and it's as simple as sitting down and sitting down with a pen and paper and then just remove the distraction that's it or with your computer or whatever or with your book or whatever that's the first step just sit down then you open the other softwares or whatever and then now you just start figuring and i always tell myself okay let me just do this for 10 minutes before you know it 
your brain is already tricked into you're like you already knee deep into this situation. <laughs> so um, I, that's how I started, you know, uh, thinking of this thing. I was like, well, let me just do this for 15 minutes. And then you fully focus your mind for that 15 minutes. Before you know it, two hours are done, you know. Um, so that's something I always believe in. Break down every situation. Any challenge you have for yourself, you break it down to the simplest form, whereby it's not a big commitment to you. It doesn't you have to make it simple to, to yourself as well, so that you can get right. the goal. <clears throat> right, right. That's, um, that's a good point. <clears throat> so something I'm working on now is, um, well, on, I'm currently learning um, some software um, to help with in, in, in our productions and uh, our projects and. Also, the education part I was telling about trying to come up with content to show people, hey, this is what we do. Actually, we have been doing, um, we, we did partner with uh, an organization, two organizations, uh, Rashlik and uh, Rashlik Foundation. It's a German foundation that mm-hmm. sponsors education in the creative fields and DocuBox. DocuBox is in Kenya. Um, it's a really good guys there. We, we partner with them. They do they, they support films by supporting young directors with funds to shoot films. And we work with them at supporting these directors do post-production for their films. Okay. And uh, so in partnership with DocuBox and Rushlake, what we what we did last year was um, we brought in a German colorist, a lady. She does, she colors films, movies. Mm-hmm. And um, she came here for for seven days and uh, for those seven days straight, you know, we had 10, 10, uh, 10 uh, editors and industry people working in the industry come in to learn from this colorist. And so our kind of footsteps into education are slowly coming uh, into play. We were supposed to have another one. Actually, it was supposed to happen in March, I believe. Then Corona came out and, and that did happen. Mm. Um, but... Uh, I think our our future as Kipren is is to still continue in the production and post production of um, commercials, films, you know, moving picture, and uh, get into the education of teaching people the correct workflows and the correct processes to follow in this industry. Um, I believe stories are here to be told. Stories are in Kenya and in Africa that need to be told, and uh, we need we cannot. I appreciate the current situation where the talent is right now, but I think it can be way better. There's no need for people to come here to tell our stories. I think we can tell our stories ourselves better. And so we just want to be part of that process. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Human. Yeah, I think think there's a a weird thing and every creative in Kenya knows um, when you get into the working market that there's a weird... um, secrecy it's like you know you keep each other it's like you, you you keep all the secrets to yourself and uh it's like you have the gold or you know i don't know what it is there's a weird thing where you know it's like my firm against your firm and uh this it's, it's it's there's no healthy competition and there's no really good collaboration in the industry and i think people don't want to divulge their secrets and their knowledge and i feel like that's the the dumbest tactic in the information age you need to be sharing your information so I think no, you don't yeah you don't get dharma by sharing information right you, know? like you actually <laughs> you actually get to, like we said the, the teaching the, the best way to 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 learn is to teach right so I think um 
that's a good move for you guys and um yeah man, i really look forward to that and actually i remember seeing one of the the posts of the, of the teaching events and i was really interested until i saw some it was like invitation only there's some there's some yeah exclusive yeah, so, and i was really put off exactly. by that exactly why why do you open it to yeah, the public so <laughs> so uh, you know um the like i said the 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 professional um talent who has really invested in themselves you know education wise and time and, and, and the skills they have are finite in, in this industry especially when talking about visual effects mm. and the reason for that is you know one maybe equipment was used to be too expensive but it's only now that it's becoming more affordable right um but also you have to put in the time and wanted to involve in a workshop for this color for this color or people who are currently in the industry who would appreciate um learning the next to how how to take their their skills to the next level in these seven days and this was also for us to know to also understand because the, the other thing we didn't want to start with the newbies because uh, we don't know we, we didn't quite understand where to start with that versus, I, I, I understand but, i versus, totally understand <clears throat> yeah versus um working with professionals we already those are people who we are surrounded with we know of. so we kind of ask ourselves hey guys what would you guys like to learn we're bringing in someone um to teach this other specific topics and we are talking kind of like on the same level mm-hmm. so for us it was more of a growth session for all of us together understanding okay. that we are all kind of on the same platform um so the next one actually for this match was supposed to be for beginning editors who okay. are kind of getting familiar and getting started but again the corona thing came um but we we are uh, working on um this for from beginner to to advanced levels in the visual effects space um just to get people to to the to the standards of at least what keyframe uh, would look to having someone of that caliber on board so that's what we're looking at yeah dude keyframe key <clears throat> sorry man yeah, you're my throat i don't know well well you should have some water man <laughs> i have like half a drop of coffee on the side it's not sustained. i need yeah i need water and i was saying keyframe university sounds great man yo Actually, I'm going to call it the keyframe labs. Oh, sorry, man. Yeah, you know, I wasn't okay. determining the name. Keyframe right? labs, that's, <laughs> okay. that's what we have in mind. And uh, I think it's going to be something quite interesting. Yeah. First of all, the name is just brilliant. I think I remember we were in your house. I don't know if the, the idea had come up or something, but you had told me this. And I was like, man, that's that's a, be- that's a brilliant name for anyone in the industry. It's kind of like an inside thing. You know, a random CEO client probably doesn't know, know what the hell a keyframe is. Like, yes, keyframe what, is. What is yeah. that, you know? <laughs> But, um... <laughs> yeah, maybe for your, for, your, for your listeners, so a keyframe is, is um, what do you even say? <laughs> Dude, I'm, 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 I'm so interested is... in how you're going to describe this because even I don't know how to... So, so, I like this is this okay this is how I'll explain I'll explain it in terms of Tom and Jerry okay so <laughs> a keyframe is a keyframe if you want to move um, a character or let's say a shape let's say like a circle 
you have to move a circle from the left side of the screen to the right side of the screen. You have to kind of tell the computer this information that you wanted to move across. So now the, the thing that stores this information is called a keyframe. Mm. So you put a keyframe at the beginning on the left side and tell the computer I want you to move this circle to the right side. So you put another keyframe on the right side. And so that what that information stored there in those two points, those are those are the ones that are called Dude, this so, is, that's the easiest it's like, harder than explaining yeah. quantum physics i'm telling you it's it's like a it's like a it's, it's like a data point right it's like it's like a gps yes. point or something where it's like mm-hmm. it stores the the you know the all the, the position the, yes the position so. the rotation right. the transparency yeah, yeah the size so when you manipulate the keyframes basically you're animating and that's what we do in terms of visual effects animation motion graphics you move yeah. keyframes and and pixels and pixels and maybe, pixels most people Pixel know what pushing. pixels are right uh, so, <laughs> so, so i hope so <laughs> they, they should <laughs> everyone knows the megapixels <laughs> of their camera but it's like maybe it's one of those words you're familiar with but you don't know what the hell it means right yeah 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 um your dude i think we can wrap it up right like yo it's been it's been extremely insightful it's 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 exactly what i wanted in this podcast with you like it's 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 and it's it's from that inspiration from the collective podcast this has you know it's i feel like it's a great synchronicity and how things have just come back again man so you know it's been a, a real yeah. pleasure having you um thanks for thank you so much for having uh, me yes all the information you've 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 given out i'm sure Man, I'd love to do this again, you know, just to catch up maybe in, uh, you know, a couple of years when you've won three more awards and you have a building in town, <laughs> uh, you know, to talk about your progress. Yes. From, from your mouth to God's ears, yes. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Let's speak it into existence. Eh? Yo, call me, man. Any, any final thoughts, words? Um, I mean, I, I, um, again, thank you so much, uh, Roger, for having me over. And uh, I just want to encourage everyone to to embrace um to embrace solitude and and to just buckle down and get and get things done um don't wait for people to 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 give you you know to what is it called to jazz you up you know uh, to speak of you be the biggest thing i think i've learned in the past two years is to be your biggest fan be your biggest fan absolutely man dude like Everything you said is just gold man. Thank you for the gems that you've dropped on this episode. That was my boy, homie from a long time, uh Kome Mirebua. Thank you so much and um yeah man, until next time. Thank you. Thank you. And there you have it. Episode 20 is a wrap. Kome came through and did not disappoint. What was your favorite part? I really enjoyed some of those tips on productivity and hearing about his 3 year stint negating his health going all out for productivity. What was your favorite part? Are you a creative professional out there? You have some questions, some comments? Hit me up, hit comment up. There's going to be a link right at the bottom where you can send me a voice message through Anchor. Really enjoyed this episode. I really want to hear your feedback, so hit me up. links in the description below follow kome check him out check his company this is the gray zebra podcast i'm roger gray 
Peace.